Welcome back to Journey Through Lent with the Holy Fathers and the Holy Sister. I'm Dave Orsborn in the studio again with Sister John Paul of the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist. Sister John Paul, welcome back. Thank you so much. Wonderful to be here. I should also mention that you serve at St. Michael's in Worthington. Yes. So thank you for being here. Today we're going to reflect on a message from Pope Francis. Uh, it's his, uh, one of his 2016 messages for Lent. So sister, why don't you open us in prayer? Thank you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord, we thank you for the grace you are pouring out on us on this Thursday of the first week of Lent. We ask that you would continue to stir our hearts with fervor to renew and be faithful to our Lenten practices, especially to be faithful to your love. We ask that you would pour out your grace upon us and upon the day ahead of us. We lift up our intentions as we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Pope Francis, again from a 2016 message for Lent. Listen carefully and see if you can figure out what today's theme is. God's mercy transforms human hearts. It enables us, through the experience of a faithful love, to become merciful in turn. In an ever new miracle, divine mercy shines forth in our lives, inspiring each of us to love our neighbor and to devote ourselves to what the church's tradition calls the spiritual and corporal works of mercy. These works remind us that faith finds expression in concrete, everyday actions meant to help our neighbors in body and spirit by feeding visiting, comforting, and instructing them. On such things will we be judged. In the corporal works of mercy, we touch the flesh of Christ in our brothers and sisters who need to be fed, clothed, sheltered, visited. In the spiritual works of mercy, counsel, instruction, forgiveness, admonishment, and prayer, we touch more directly our own sinfulness, The corporal and spiritual works of mercy must never be separated. By touching the flesh of the crucified Jesus in the suffering, sinners can receive the gift of realizing that they too are poor and in need. This love alone is the answer to that yearning for infinite happiness and love that we think we can satisfy with the idols of knowledge, power, and riches. Yet, The danger always remains that by a constant refusal to open the doors of their hearts to Christ, who knocks on them in the poor, the proud, rich, and powerful, will end up condemning themselves and plunging into the eternal abyss of solitude, which is hell. So sister, what's today's theme? Mercy. You got it. (laughs) Mercy, we need it. Mercy, we need to give it. (laughs) Amen. One line. Well, start and then I'll I'll, I'll chime in. 
Where do you want to start? The Holy Father, Pope Francis' first line, God's mercy transforms human hearts, struck me as, as a summary, not just for today, really, but a challenge, a summary challenge for our own belief. Do I believe that the Lord's mercy can transform my own heart? Do, by, do I believe that God's mercy can transform the hearts of others? And I think, um, I, I have to be honest, I can't really uh, think about mercy as a theme without falling back on John Paul II. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. I can't no. help it, I can't help it. <laughs> and I, if you're, I, think, I think just to take a little moment, I have to bring him in here just That's a little fair. bit. And, That's um, fair. But you know, we are in the millennium of mercy. And I think if there is any hallmark that should characterize the faithful, that should characterize the church is to be people of mercy. And John Paul II, with great intention, chose that the first saint he would canonize in the third millennium was St. Faustina. And on that same day, he created Divine Mercy Sunday. He declared it, you know, mm -hmm. fulfilling Jesus's will for us, that we would know in this era the mercy of God. And um, so, so I encourage us to think about when we're thinking about mercy, we are in an unprecedented time of mercy. There is nothing more that God wants to do than to pour out mercy. And he wants to also do that through us. And I think that's what um, Pope Francis wants us to hear today in this passage. That, that first line also, and then, and then when the, um, Pope Francis says, through the experience of a faithful love, uh, to become merciful in turn. So it, it's that gift received enables us to extend mercy to others. But it, it's also going back to the uh, to our earlier conversation on grace, right? Yes. I mean, it, it is receiving that grace, receiving God's mercy enables us then to offer mercy to others. That's right. So and it's almost a challenge here is, first of all, we have an experience of a faithful love. So, you know, one action item, for us today might be, how are we creating opportunities, time, silence, to experience a faithful love of the Lord? So if we haven't made time yet in Lent, where we're going to go and spend time with the Lord, that that's just time with the Lord and not three minutes before mass starts. Or like, this is like, I'm committing to be able to um, be available to the Lord, mm -hmm. to let him love me. Um, that we're worth that and the Lord wants to love us. So creating that time. It um, might mean turning off different sources of noise. <laughs> not going to say turn right? off the radio no, right now. <laughs> no, 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 because we're actually encouraging people to turn on St. Gabriel during Lent. But uh, but I mean, we, we're just inundated, right? That's right, I mean, that's and, right. and just not um, noise per se, but all these different messages, that's right? right yeah. That... Um, um, healthy and, and unhealthy. One time I'm having a conversation about the custom, the practice of having an hour fast uh, before we go to church, right? Mm -hmm. What is that custom? And then conversations turn to other ways of fasting in addition to, you know, maybe not eating or what, is um, fasting from the phone, mm -hmm. fasting from one last conversation, fasting from some, how are we fasting with our senses before we arrive at church or that holy hour or, or mass um, so that we can be better disposed to experience the faithful love of the Lord. Say that again, because it, it's just not deprivation. 
Right. right, right. It's one of those, not freedom from, but freedom for. You Another know. JP2 theme. <laughs> <laughs> Can't break free from it, sorry. <laughs> right, uh, so not freedom from, but freedom for. Right, and it's not so. just, just turning things off, but why? For the sake of being available, you know, in your, in your heart and in your soul. Um, another piece I loved about this passage was the way in which it brings out the whole person. So it talks about, you know, the flesh of Christ, you know, the, you know, tying, tying back to the corporal works of mercy and the spiritual works of mercy. So like in that, the whole person is formed with, with the body and the soul. Um, and, and I think it's important when we talk about the works of mercy, um, works of mercy are really supposed to be a fruit of love. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's going with um, the corporal and spiritual works of mercy can, must never be separated, right? And you had um, mentioned off air, sister, the um, how you're helping your students understand yep. the we've, works of mercy. We've been talking about. I think it's this. good for all of us. Yeah, I think it's important today, actually, because more and more, you know, they used to say, you know, they'll know we are Christians by our love. You know, more and more, we're in a, in a culture um, where to be Christian is radical. Right to be Christian, it, just anything about being Christian, just loving someone, saying mm-hmm. you forgive them, you know, picking up something, you know, that somebody else dropped, like just the very basic things um, that that to be Christian is is radical, and people start to look at you differently. Why did you do that? Why did you return that money that you found on the ground? Why? And and I think we we can't um, lose sight of uh, well, what truly motivates motivates us? What motivates us to do this? Well, it, it's love of God first in us that mm-hmm. can then turn to have eyes of love towards others. And so when we're talking about the works of mercy, it's important, I think, to not secularize them and say, okay, we're going to feed the poor because we're going to end world hunger. You know what I mean? We're going to clothe, we're going to give, do a coat drive because, you know, people are cold, you mm-hmm. know, like, no, what, going back to the early church, to the example of Christ, why do we do these works of mercy. It's because we love them and they're made in God's image. So we are baptized and our call at baptism is to love others. We, it's more important, like the, the point of departure is love. It's not fixing the world's problems. The point of departure is starting with love in our hearts and mm-hmm. loving others. And, and then these works of mercy, you know, um, they came out of love. They were the fruit of love. And it just kind of, that's what love looks like in action is works of mercy. And, um, and so I think that's just just to see it with the eyes of, of God, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think too, uh, folks, this is a good reminder that in all that we do during Lent um, begins with prayer, right? So yes. so it's not a don't. Um, I mean, we're here at the at the end of the first uh, full week of uh, of Lent. Um, have you asked the Lord what He wants you to do? Mm. And just don't come up with your own idea or just don't fall back on the, uh, your kind of your go-to, go-to mm-hmm, fast. Mm-hmm, you know, I give mm-hmm. up coffee every year, you know, or I'm not going to watch TV or actually spend time asking the Lord, like you said, sister, to, to set that time aside to actually have that conversation with the Lord about what he wants from you this Lent. Yeah. And it's not too late. And we, and we, and we know whatever it is, it's love. Amen. Yes. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister John Paul. So great to be here. God bless.